Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 79. I am your host, Steve Heinrich, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits that I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, August 1st, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links. If you want to follow along or leave any feedback, it's always greatly appreciated. Anyway, uh, let's dive in to our weekly feedback notes and links. So yeah, happy August, everybody. We've made it through uh, most of the summer so far, so into <laughs> into back to school season. But uh, either way, let's uh, talk about the feedback from last week. And, and that is to say uh, there was no feedback, <laughs> which is perfectly fine. So that'll make this segment pretty quick here. Uh, which is, we'll just uh, continue to move on. Again, pixelswim.com. Anybody want to leave feedback? Always appreciate it. So uh, next part of the show here, I actually have a note before we go into this next part. Uh, this is by a special request on MeWe. Uh, it has been suggested that I kind of move on from the way that I currently introduce the LG G6 weekly report. Uh, so yeah, MeWe, I got a little bit of feedback so in respect for that, I will actually do so. And I've actually kind of wanted to make, create my own little little intro audio for that. So why not take this as the time and take that as the message to, to do that? So keeping close to the spirit of the old intro for the LG G6 Weekly Report, RIP, I present the debut of the following intro. So please join me in seeing how long this one will last. Welcome to the LG G6 Weekly Report. Wow, I feel like I've, I've gone back in time. <laughs> uh, let me know what you guys think of that. We'll see uh, how long that one sticks around. But So let's go on to this week's report, the LG G6 Weekly Report. I did perform a factory data reset on the LG G6. I think I talked about the potentially doing this last week. So I've been traveling and stuff, but right before I went down to visit my dad this last week, I did a factory reset on the phone. And uh, yeah, I didn't install all of the apps that I used to have on there, uh, just the most essential ones, uh, you know, podcasting, maps, that type of thing. But yeah, I've noticed uh, after doing it that the battery life has in, uh, gotten way better. <laughs> so which isn't, you know, uh, too far-fetched, obviously, because after a data factory data reset uh, things are running a lot more efficiently a lot more smoothly because everything's kind of in its place and not so fragmented so overall i'm just very happy to have to have done it and uh like i said it's it's running a lot better now uh, every once in a while this sort of thing just needs to be done so uh, yeah that's uh but that's pretty much it though that's all i've done with the lg g6 this week so uh again let me know what you what you guys thought of the intro and uh, let's move on in the notes. All right, so I talked to last week about going or uh, about looking at the Galaxy Note 9 as potentially the device I'm going to get after this LG G6, which I feel like I'm, after making that intro, I'm pretty committed to for the next four months. So yeah, I just uh, went into uh, Best Buy this week, this last week, actually right after the last episode, I think a day or so after uh, last Friday to get hands on with the Galaxy Note 9 and just to kind of see if it was something 
you know, that was going to be a potentially the next device, you know, to kind of get a better idea. You know, I hadn't really, I mean, I picked it up in the past and uh, on display at a store, but never really thought with the thought that I was going to actually, you know, potentially get it at some point. So yeah, my first note here is that it is huge. <laughs> and that's kind of a no duh. Uh, yeah, obviously, it's a very big, very big device, uh, especially even compared to the LG G6. So uh, I knew that going in there. Uh, but wow, it's it, I think it's going to be way too big for me. <laughs> so uh, after holding it after trying it out, because uh, I did have a few of them on display because they had the carrier displays there. So there was one on display like at the Verizon display one on the sprint display i think and then the unlocked version as well so there was a few galaxy note nines to put my hands on and try out and stuff like that and i think it's just not going to work it just seems way too big for me uh and I, i've tried out bigger phones in the past and i never stick with them for very long uh, but i did try like i said i tried it out for a bit and i think it's off of my wish list for now um we'll see in the future once we get uh, closer to that, but I still want to try out. Uh, I still kind of want to try out some Samsung hardware. So I did while I was at Best Buy, I, I checked out the rest of the the Samsung line that was there. They had everything from the S8 up into you know the S10 and S10 Plus and all that stuff and everything in between. So so I was able to uh, get hands on with all that stuff with, you know, working devices. Uh, the one thing that I will say about all of these things, uh, Samsung devices, specifically the S8 and the S9 that were on display there, uh, is that I as much as AMOLED displays are really nice and they look really great and the colors pop and all that stuff. Uh, the units at the store, and I know this is at the store, I know these these units have been used and abused, but there was a lot of burn-in on these screens. And uh, honestly, the the AMOLED technology, I've, I've never been a fan of it. And, and the burn-in is the biggest thing. To me, it's just the, the most hideous thing that can happen to your phone. And I know it doesn't make the device unusable or anything like that, but it's definitely something that I don't, I don't want to have to think about. So I'm kind of stuck in this LCD world for now. But uh, yeah, the, the burn in on those displays wasn't very good. I the, I've dealt with it for a long time, uh, or at least I've dealt with it in the past. <laughs> and I know the displays have gotten a lot better these days, but uh, I haven't had a Samsung phone actually. Uh, and a Samsung Android phone since the Galaxy Nexus. So it's been a long time. But even that one had uh, burn in issues with it uh, almost right out of the box. And, I, and like I said, I know display technology has come a long way since then. And I know that these displays at Best Buy have been used and abused and all that stuff. But to me, I just I don't I'm not on board with AMOLED quite yet. Uh, it's going to take a lot to convince me that uh, Burnin isn't an issue anymore. And I, I know it happens with LCD screens, but uh, not not like an AMOLED screen. So uh, but honestly, while I was there and while I was looking around at all the Samsung devices, uh, what I caught, what caught my eye and and what the feel in hand uh, was the Galaxy S10e. So I kind of don't I, I kind of swore off the notch or any any of that stuff lately uh, that that screens have been having any sort of uh, obtrusive 
punch outs or or notches or anything like that but the galaxy s10e was really really nice and what a great size for what kind of refreshing size for the device for for a smartphone you know these days anyway and smartphones always used to be this size but even though it does have that amoled display uh which i was hoping that it that it had the lcd i couldn't remember the specs when I was in the store, but I was like, oh, this is great. This is LCD, but it's I, I checked the specs. It's an AMOLED display, but either way, the size was really, really great. Uh, it's smaller than my LG G6. Uh, the camera setup is actually uh, very similar. It's got the regular and the wide angle camera on the back. So it's got the dual camera in my favorite configuration. So uh, that was really nice in a smaller package and uh, it's got all of the the specs that you would want in a flagship device. Uh, and so essentially, I'm going to keep an eye out in the future, I think, for Galaxy S10e. The the punch hole in the upper right didn't really bother me too much. Uh, it, it they That kind of brings me to my next point here is that the Galaxy, uh, the the one UI uh, that on these new Galaxy devices is actually really, really nice. Uh, I think with that punch hole, they don't put any sort of textual element right next to it. So there's a really, really good use of white space in one UI. Uh, And I I was able to compare it because there was an S8 on display and actually an S9 that did not have the one UI update on them. So it had the the Samsung software prior to that. And so uh, I was able to hold them next to each other and kind of you know, compare and contrast. And honestly, one UI is is very, very uh, well done uh, and a very, very nice visual upgrade for its Samsung software. Uh, just the the placement of the UI elements at the bottom of the screen, uh, you know, the the easy to reach settings and stuff like that with your with one hand. Uh, not only is it functional, but they've just really done a great job with uh, with how they've laid everything out with uh, the use of white space, like I was saying, and 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 it kind of made the punch the punch hole in the in the display kind of not a non-issue uh it's so that's kind of one of the only devices that i've seen and held so far where i thought that that wouldn't be an issue but uh yeah so the galaxy s10e uh that let's put that one on the wish list for now and take the galaxy note 9 off of there but uh like i said things change i swear daily so uh because i even have been looking at the uh, LG devices. I've been looking at the LG G7 a little bit. Uh, the Think, Think You, whatever you want to call that. Uh, I've been looking at that one as well because that's come down in price quite a bit, especially the T-Mobile version, uh, secondhand. And so uh, that one has a, a notch in the top of the display. It's not too bad, uh, but uh, the photos that I've seen of it where you can turn the notch off, and, and essentially make it a non-issue kind of a thing. Uh, the you know then I'm I, I I don't want to do a notch, and I know that I've said a, a bunch of times that I'm sitting out the notch, but at the same time, this uh, LG G6 is going to have to go soon, and and I'm running short on options if I want a, another flagship. Uh, so I'm going to have to kind of compromise in some way, and the notch may have to be one of those ways, uh, and not be a deal breaker for me. So. I'm keeping an open mind. Let's just put it that way. But yeah, just again, it's always good to go in and get hands on with these things because it it can change your mind in an instant, just like this Galaxy S10e. 
kind of made me realize that a smaller phone with good specs and, you know, wide angle camera on the back is, yeah, it's getting close to being a really, I don't want to say perfect device for me, but it's, uh, yeah, it's up there. It's, it's, it's checking a lot of the boxes for me, um, and, and kind of wanting to go back down to a smaller device, uh, even taking a look at, uh, the, the Sony Xperia X, XC1 compact, uh, the one that my wife has, even that would be, <laughs> I think just having a smaller device is, uh, it's just a lot better for me in the, the way that I want to carry it around and, and it's just overall easier to use because uh, I honestly kind of have stopped watching videos uh, mostly on these displays. So uh, something that's small and has the, a good camera setup uh, would be, you know, that's on my my checklist. So, yeah, I uh, just wanted to let everybody know that that I went to Best Buy <laughs> and I was in there for quite a while uh, trying to you know, feel out these phones. And honestly, I was looking at the Nokia phones as well, the Nokia 4.1. And for a budget device, I, I really like the design of it. Uh, it's, you know, it's obviously when you when you feel it, it you can kind of tell that it's a budget device. But I think they, they're starting to sort of capture that unique Nokia design again. Uh, and, and, and with the colorful, you know, design and the the way that they curve everything and and just yeah those look really good too so anyway let's uh move on in the notes here okay so i just wanted to uh give an update on my printer that i was trying to get to work on my network uh essentially i was trying to i i plugged the ethernet cable from the printer into the router and was having issues having that uh, show up and so essentially i did eventually get the printer to work on our network but i didn't use the wired ethernet connection uh i didn't i don't think i mentioned this last time but the printer also has the uh wi-fi capabilities uh so it does have the ability to connect directly to it or connect the printer itself to uh, a router uh, now, I've had this printer for a few years, and back when we got it, we had a different router from our ISP uh, that they specifically get, you know, give to you to use with their service. Uh, but And it was really spotty and inconsistent, and the printer was always offline when it was uh, connected to that router. Uh, so since then, uh, since I kind of gave up on that, when we had that router... Uh, we've just been stringing this really long USB cable <laughs> over to our computers. So we use our second bedroom as a, kind of a work room is what we call it. So it's where I you know, work during the day or we work on projects because we like to get crafty, et cetera, and have a place to do that. So and we, you know, second bedroom is perfect for that. So, yeah, we've just been using that long USB. But I decided because I was having issues with this Ethernet cable and connecting it to the router and not showing up, I decided to give the Wi-Fi uh, printing another chance. And so, like I said, we have a newer router, a TP-Link router uh, that's been actually really good since we since we had since we've had it. Uh, so I just through the Samsung setup software uh, that that come kind of comes with the printer to get everything set up, even if it's via USB and to install the drivers and software and stuff. So through that, you can go through a wizard to connect wirelessly to the printer or at least set the printer up on the network wirelessly. 
Uh, so I did that. I went ran through that setup and and essentially connected the printer to the wire to the router. So wirelessly. So that way it's uh, on the network, but it's wirelessly connected. And so then I wiped out all of the instances of that printer <laughs> on our on all of our devices, mostly our PCs, uh, I should say just our PCs. Uh, this way I could go through and try and reset up the printer to make sure everything was working. So it uh, the printer successfully showed up as an option in the uh, printer wizard, add a printer wizard <laughs> in Windows 10. And I was able to install that on both of our computers. So uh, it's yeah, it's up and running and it's wireless and it's been working really great, working perfectly. So haven't had any issues uh, sending uh, wirelessly from any uh, device to the wireless printer. So uh, that's been really, really good. So and I also installed the Samsung printer service app on both of our Android devices, my wife and I. And that way we can print from our phones as well wirelessly. So it's been uh, working pretty flawlessly so far and fingers crossed, obviously. <laughs> but I think it's because it is a different router. I think the old router was very crappy, I guess you could say, <laughs> just not a very good router, very basic and limited and all that stuff. So this new one uh, has been made it uh, very easy. So I'm kind of kind of kicking myself for not doing this a lot earlier, but we just, you know, it's 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 hard to get around a, a direct connection via USB working really well, especially when you have a really long <laughs> USB cord. That's no not an issue other than the fact that you have to stand up and go get the cord and string it over to the computer, which is, you know, four or five feet away. So I think the cable is probably 10 feet long. So, uh, yeah, it's been working out OK for a while. But, yeah, I'm glad to get it all set up. It's just been uh nice to not have to worry about doing that anymore and to be able to print from our phones and stuff like that, uh, which we have done a couple times. So it's very handy. But yeah, I just want to give everybody an update on that because I know I talked about it, I think a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe three, two or three weeks ago, and just uh, reporting back that everything's up and running. So 10-4 over and out. Okay, so the last thing on my list here, uh, kind of a shorter episode today, I think I'm trying not to say it up top. So I'll say only say it's going to be a shorter episode if I actually see it uh, coming this time. So either way, the last bit of notes here is that that soda pop Bluetooth speaker is finally going to ship. Uh, it's, I ordered this back in September of 2018. And I finally received uh, one last update email from the, the people making it uh, via Indiegogo. Uh, I guess over the past few months, uh, they've been having issues with the place that uh, is painting the plastic for all the parts for this Bluetooth speaker. And again, if uh, you don't know which what speaker I'm talking about, it is a Bluetooth speaker that you screw a bottle into, uh, like a plastic pop or soda bottle, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it kind of, you know, reverberates and all that stuff. But either way, it was kind of an interesting Kickstarter or Indiegogo project, I should say. But uh, either way, they were having trouble painting the plastics. I guess they canceled the white version of the product because it comes in multiple colors. And I, I think that they couldn't get the the plastic parts in white that they the way that they wanted. So they just canceled that outright uh, for the time being. Uh, but there was there is the black, green, orange or blue versions, which were still available. I, luckily, I ordered the black version. Uh, the I know the orange version uh, was 
part of the first batch that they were actually able to send out a couple months ago. Uh, but I, I could have switched to the orange version to get it sooner, but I decided to stick with the black version because that's the one that I wanted. So uh, I then actually got a an order confirmation email from them. And somehow my zip code here in the US was wrong <laughs> on it. But luckily, on in that email, they said to contact them right away if you see anything wrong with it. And I was able to shoot them an email uh, updating what my information with the right zip code. That way nothing would go really wrong with the shipping. So I haven't seen any official shipping info yet from them but uh, i expect that should be coming soon and i think this is shipping from overseas so i don't know how long it will take to get here but uh you definitely know that i will report back (laughs) as soon as that baby has shipped i'll probably even tweet the the moment that i get a tracking number uh, that it's on its way Uh, and I, i talked about this in the past that potentially this will be my first video review that i ever that i do i talk about phones and stuff on here uh, most of the time and uh, other products and review products on here. But I think maybe this one will make it over to a video review, mostly because of the visual nature of it. So it's a more, you know, more effective uh, to let people know how everything fits together visually. So yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that tweet when it ships. And I will really <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly i'm just really looking forward to finally getting this thing i really hope that there isn't another uh, update email that they send that's going to <laughs> delay things even further so but either way soda pop bluetooth speaker baby it's coming it's coming all right so let's wrap things up for this week like i said this episode has been a little bit shorter but uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody tuning in as always to episode 79. Tune in next week for episode 80 uh, in case you can't count up from 79. But uh, either way, I appreciate everybody tuning in. If you want to leave feedback, go to pixelswim.com. You can also find the show notes there if you want to find a link to any of these things, especially if you haven't seen that Soda Pop Bluetooth speaker, what that looks like. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. So uh, that's what the show notes are there for to uh, find all of these <laughs> these gadgets, etc. that I talk about here. So uh, yeah, like I said, thanks for tuning in. I will talk to everybody next week. So have a great afternoon or evening or past or present or future or third dimension or fourth dimension or whatever dimension you're in when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed. <laughs>